That's Kirsty McCall and Caroline. Um, right now, my Movers and Shakers feature on the show highlights the work of people who are getting out there and making a difference to people's lives with their determination and ambition. And my very special guest today seriously has done so much moving and shaking that I'm actually feeling a bit dizzy after I did my homework. <laughs> Vanessa Chung has a number of bows to her bonnets. Since graduating with her bachelor's degree at Berkeley and her master's at Harvard, she has owned her own gym promoted a community health initiative, run health food drinks company, and been a part-time lecturer. However, to top it all, she's the woman behind the mills, a pioneering regeneration project in Chonwan that has turned the old textile mill into a unique textile innovation, incubation, and experimental hub. And that's me trying to make the introduction reasonably short. <laughs> now, let me welcome Vanessa to the studio. Good afternoon to you. I feel quite honoured that you've taken the time no, out. No, thank you. Thank you for inviting me here. Now, tell me, um, you know, how did it, for you, you've been in the family business for some time. And it's like, this is a 64-year family business. For you, when did that kind of bug of ambition start? Was it that um, an early age? I joined almost... Oh, no, about uh, over five years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and before that, I was practicing as a landscape architect in Hong Kong. And I've always been interested in um, how to, uh, in community and public works and uh, with design. And so when I joined the family company and learned that as part of the company portfolio, property portfolio, um, the original textile mills that my grandfather had built, uh, we're still here, but was just being used as warehouse spaces. I was thinking of ways to revitalize it as well as um, to make it as a space of inspiration and to get the industry and the upcoming generation um, excited with, with Hong Kong mm -hmm. uh, in general. So was that something, I mean, was that on the cards in terms of you being able to take it over and do what you want with it? Or what were they planning to do with it before that? There wasn't a plan to do anything with it. I think um, they were just going to run it as a warehouse. Um, so when I saw the space, I thought it was kind of a waste. Um, so I got another team member. So the two of us just did some research. At first, I thought that um, we should just convert the whole space to a museum, a textile mm -hmm. museum, mm -hmm. to talk about the textile industry and how Hong Kong had grown with the textile industry and brought us to today, actually. Um, but no one in the company, including myself, has any museum um, experience, and it's not very profitable most of the time. Uh -huh. And it takes, and it's, it could be boring if it's not done well, <laughs> and it's a relatively large space. So, um, uh, to make it more exciting and to make it more of a legitimate business model, um, I decided to add in um, the co-working and an uh, incubation uh, component, which is now the Mills Fabrica that you'll hear more about, I think, mm -hmm. with, mm -hmm. with the guests later. And um, the third part is a shop floor, the Mills shop floor, which is a retail uh, experience and destination because it's still the building itself is still in in a very industrial part of Chunwan. And so to attract people to come and to stay and to hang out um, and to to create an appeal to all different um, public and age groups, um, the three components combined, uh, we thought 
is very important, mm-hmm. and and it will create a a, re- a more vibrant ecosystem in general. Mm-hmm. That was quite an ambitious project. I mean, you know, from the original textile mill, how long did the whole project take in terms of from start to finish? Uh, from I think presentation of the concept uh, to finish, like an opening, is a little bit over four years. Wow. Um, which we actually consider it being fairly quick um, in terms it is of this an, kind of project. Yeah. It's, it's an absolutely impressive building. I, I remember the first time I went in there, I mean, I walked past it, I was just trying to find it, and then I just saw the square box, and I think, right. But it was like a TARDIS. <laughs> it was like, seriously, when I walked in, I went, wow. It was just, it, you know, the whole architecture, the way you've done it, because there's lots of glass in there. And it was just like never-ending. And I was thinking, my goodness, there's more here, there's more here. So... I mean, is that something that you had? Is that the vision you had for it? That final, the way it looks now, is that what you wanted? Um, I think it's better than, Mm -hmm. I really didn't know how it will turn out. I think the whole team who's worked on it, everyone up till maybe the week of the opening thought this probably wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, I think most people really think it's a mini miracle itself especially Mm. people in the company because it's something that um, not a traditional developer would do Uh and in terms of um, the mix the three the three components I talked about it's also not not seen at the time we were doing this Um, so it was hard to find precedent cases to to like to benchmark or to compare or to learn from so everything grew quite organically and I think the four the three years or so um, of construction was great because it gave us a lot of time to reach out to different um, advisors partners um, startup community to really understand the the whole scene and to try out different events and and uh, and ways to work with um, different groups and then so and to work with the community and the neighborhood so that we're not just airdropping like a new sure. project into their neighborhood and their homes, but they actually feel like they were part of the process as well. I was going to ask you just now that how did the local community take it? Because all this work was going on and they were wondering what's going I mean, did you have lots of interaction and did you get some feedback from them as to what they wanted? We had loads of interactions. I think um, we were very... We talked to not just the the immediate neighborhood, but actually almost, I would say maybe ninety eight percent of the people we talked to um, in Hong Kong had a relative, if not an immediate family, who's worked in the industry, if not actually in wow. the Nanfeng textile mill. So it was a super heartwarming experience, and we learned a lot about about the history and and. Um, I personally really didn't learn. I regret this part a little bit from not learning as much as I could from my grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, collecting all the oral history and getting the community to join in and all the That's events lovely. we're doing um, was great. And that seeing them bringing their their children and their grandchildren uh, to see where they used to work and how how they used to do the, their to show their skills and craftsmanship is amazing. 
Mm. What memories do you have, if you think back of your childhood, and obviously the mill was there and it was working there, do you remember going into it and walking around and seeing it in, in its functioning state that it was? Yeah, I've been uh, a few times, and one of the most memorable times is when I had to do a school project. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on social studies, so we get to pick our own topic, and I picked um, uh, going to the textile mills, and it's always very dusty because uh-huh. of all the fluff from the cotton, um, and uh, um, it wasn't the most like pleasant working environment. But everyone takes so much pride, really. Like they seem to really enjoy what they're doing, and um, I think that's the most memorable part to see how everyone's so dedicated and and like really enjoy each one of their parts and and own their positions and i think i i was very inspired i think not just seeing all the machines and and um but really by how like my grandpa and his teams and everyone uh work so hard together so it's it's really lovely just to revitalize it and bring it back into the community because obviously local people can now go in there have a look around and there is a little museum almost yes that I ha- I've been there and there's some nice eating places there's still lots there in terms of things that you're going to do yet yeah. isn't there yes. and are you getting are you getting a good bit of interest in it now oh yes uh, I think this pa- we've been open exactly a year now mm-hmm. um, we every weekend, even weekdays, we have all different kinds of workshops all over the uh, the mills mm-hmm. um, for different people to participate in or to sign up. And in the incubation uh, side, Fabrica, we have more um, like ha- uh, advanced technology and innovation side of things that people can learn uh, what the industry is doing now um, uh, in uh, in in like a digital side and also something tangible. So what we try to really do is to bridge yeah the heritage side with the future. Right. So that's um, where the tech comes in. Yes, yes. Right. So we call it textile, mm-hmm. which is a play on word of textile word uh-huh. and but it's also tech and style which is something uh, a new industry I think we're creating mm-hmm. and um, and it's very exciting. I think the community love love all the. So, what is the role? Say for the mill, where we are going to be talking to a, a couple of startups um, just after two o'clock. So, your role. What is your role in this? In the in the whole vision of bringing startups in, you're almost like basically giving them a, a, a kind of jump start, aren't you? By saying, look, you've got a great idea. Yes, we'll invest in it, and you guys use this and really work on it and do it here and these facilities are for you is that how it works um i think we aim to create it to be more of a platform to create an ecosystem for all the startups that Mm -hmm. we work with or that come to talk to us uh we don't necessarily it's not mandatory that we invest in them Mm -hmm. um to be an incubatee a lot of them actually have been incubated in other programs and for us uh we're here every 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 startup has their own uh customized uh uh, program that we work with them on because each one of them have very different needs Mm -hmm. so we don't have a like set application deadline or period um we see how uh, our visions are aligned and values are aligned um, in order to work with them. But uh, I guess what's what's valuable is that we um, 
it's a little bit easier with the, the for the startups that work with us um, that we we would find um, connection appropriate or rele- relevant connections so you've got the for them out easier. There. That's yeah. right. So that's the that's the hard part. Of yeah. Starting so they don't need to be like fishing around sure. um, for years and years because uh, uh, I think that will that save a lot of time and mm-hmm. also amongst the startups itself, uh, it's a closer knit of a community now that I think um, before when I when we just started working. Uh, with the startup scene in Hong Kong, uh, many of them are more uh, protective of their ideas mm-hmm. and weren't as willing to share. And I think now, now people are the startups are more willing to share their like, challenges or what works, from each, that's yeah, right. instead of just mm. keeping everything to themselves. Sure. Which I think is a mindset shift that's quite valuable. It is quite a vibrant community in Hong Kong, isn't it, with startups? Because yeah. there are a number of things going on, but yeah. obviously. You're the specialist in the whole textile area. I, would <laughs> really? say. I suppose there's lots going on in Hong Kong, you know. But now for you, what has been, say, the most challenging part of this project? Uh, I think um, in the beginning, even now, I think it's still kind of an abstract kind of project mm-hmm. in terms of idea. So if people haven't been, well, before it opened, there was in a physical space. So it really is just an idea, right? Mm-hmm. And pe- and it's all built upon trust and like us talking about it. And sometimes developers don't have the best reputation in Hong Kong. So in the very beginning, the greatest challenge is to prove that we don't have a hidden agenda and we're really just here to to really want to build a meaningful and, and constructive project for Hong Kong. Um, I guess now uh, the challenge is to how to keep keep the momentum going mm-hmm. with the with more of the community that we're com- different communities we're reaching out to and coming to us. Uh, how we can get us all to like work together and to really have this this um, to be a place of inspiration sure. um, and to. Um, yeah, get get it going cro- across generations. Yeah. Um, so, I think it's it's moving along in a very positive direction. I mean, these things directions. take time. Yeah. It, it takes time. It's only been a year, really, yes. frankly. Um, and really, it's almost a half of it is just word of mouth. Yeah. Because when people have the experience, they go back and they think, oh, that's great. You should go there yeah. and have a look. Um, but I, I've been there, and um, when I was walking around, I saw lots of people on hot desks and things and working. And it's a lovely, it's a lovely atmosphere. And it is actually people have to go there to see it to understand. And obviously, you've yeah. got facilities there for people, the conferences and things like that as well. Now, for you, um, you know, the mills is a great project here in Hong Kong, but I have heard that you are also branching out to London to produce something like this as well. So tell me a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, so we're taking um, Fabrica arm um, to London. Mm-hmm. Uh, we work with quite a few uh, um, uh, funds and accelerators, incubators, uh, in especially in the sustainable side mm-hmm. um, in Europe and of course England. Uh, so. And we, the group actually coincidentally acquired a lot in King's Cross mm-hmm. uh, called Regions Quarter. Right. Um, so we thought it's a it's a logical next step to, to bring um, Fabrica to London as well. That's fantastic. Because um, it's 
easier to create a European hub for ourselves and for the startups over there. And will there, will there be a link to Hong Kong with it in terms of will Hong Kong play a part in that too? In terms I think of always, yeah. We yeah. would want to be global. Mm-hmm. Um, aside, so aside from textile, tech uh, the theme we're adding to it will be... Um, uh, on food and agriculture tech, mm-hmm. so more on more on uh, supply chain again, supply chain and and agriculture side, manufacturing side of food, um, to how how to promote uh, sustainability and efficiency. There is a real appetite for that lately, isn't there? And I think certainly in London, there are so many different types of pop-ups yeah. in different areas of business. And London is just like sprouting everywhere, isn't yeah. it? No, that's really exciting. So now, if I just asked you, I'm going to ask you a little bit about yourself because I know you devote an awful lot of time to your work. So when Vanessa is not working, what do you enjoy doing, Vanessa? Oh, no. Now that I have a baby, uh-huh. a and real baby, and you're, yeah. <laughs> so this is not the big baby of the mills, but a real they're, baby. Their due dates, by the way, were three days apart. I, I did hear, <laughs> I did hear that actually when you had your baby, um, there was lots going on with the mill, and it was really difficult for you to sort of get out and about because because you had the baby and it yeah, was, it was he just came steam. a month early. Oh so, my goodness! So during the, the busiest time for the opening. I wasn't there. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so now, whenever I have free time, um, I try to spend it with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and that's the most enjoyable part, okay. I think. Okay. Yes, and and yes, of course, still like taking him with me to places as well. And and you've had your hand in all sorts of things. You've had your hand in like health, food, and you know, drinks and. Uh, a gym. So is that still very much ongoing? Yeah. So my husband and I um, uh, co-own a gym, a CrossFit gym in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, so he, he manages it more, but uh, we still go there. I go there to work out almost every day. Mm-hmm. And on the weekends, the, well, baby, the, baby, the, comes with, <laughs> the baby comes with us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And if I was going to ask you, like, if you had the choice, I always ask my guests this, right? Um, in terms of, if you had the choice of um, uh, food-wise, what what's your kind of favorite food? What do you tend to sort of like to eat? Uh, I love Japanese food. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't eat red meat, so chicken and fish are my go-to seafood and vegetables, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Japanese and maybe uh, Middle Eastern food. Oh yeah, lovely. Too. So yeah. medzes. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's yeah. my favorite too. Great. Okay. Now, uh, let me just also just um, finish up with this and ask you, like now, you know, you've had, you've worked in so many different areas and you've done so many things and you've obviously balanced a baby as well. Um, so you know, if you were going to give anyone advice as to how to do some of these things, if they have an ambition, if, if whether it's a startup or whether it's somebody who's juggling with a baby at the moment, what kind of advice would you give them? What your, what's your top advice that you would say that they should keep in mind if they want to do these things? Uh, talk to people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, share the what's in your mind. Share the ideas uh, because... By talking about it, it would only like like clarify your thought and and uh, and it's always better to and yeah instead of just like thinking about it in your head constantly because uh, it it I don't think it's the healthiest for mentally as well yeah, but yeah. also um, it's more constructive to to talk to it, talk about it uh-huh. and give it a try. 
instead of just keep thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I think half of it is that we tend to have these wonderful ideas and they stay in our minds yes. and we just think, mm, yes, I'll do that at some yeah. point. We procrastinate and we don't actually get there. Yeah. Vanessa, thank you very much thank for coming you. on the One Two Three show. It has been an exclusive, but we um, we are not finished yet, actually, because we are going to be talking just after two o'clock to some of the startups, a yes. couple of the startups that came along and yeah. who have worked with you and yes. have been using the mills. But I'd like to thank you very much for coming today and um, I wish you luck and certainly, you know, as the London project progresses, maybe we can have another update at some point. Great. We'd <laughs> love to. Thank you very thank much. Thank you.